Hello and welcome to another Fillmore's Crossing story. This short story takes place right after the boys had reached the mining camp and finished talking to Travis Kelsey, and Falk had just finished speaking to Boris over the communicator. They were about to go to bed, but now they're sitting around a table having a conversation. And so, we want to say as always, we love you all, and without further ado, we're just going to jump right into it. Right before I walk up to the the table that uh, that Tom and Ignit are sitting at, I've gotten like the pot of coffee off of the hearth and um, and like three mugs, and I walk them over, and um, I set the 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 pot on the table, and then start handing out the the mugs. I hand one to Tom, and then I hand one to Ignit, and I say, um, "Hey, uh, uh, Ignit, I think I need to talk to you about something." Um, I guess that that wasn't really cool, um, you know, charming you out there today. Um, I just wanted to clear the air with you um, before we, you know, fit festas and stuff. And you know, I, I kind of don't want you to kill me. Oh, oh, you you thought I was angry about that? Well, oh, I I would understand if you would be. Um, you know, that's it's. You got. You got to understand. I was in kind of a predicament there, where, you know, I didn't want to let you kill that guy who was defenseless at the time and and everything, mm-hmm. and uh, also didn't want Tom to kill you because he already had pulled his gun on you and everything. And I, I don't know. I was oh. just thinking in the moment there. Well, you know, I I was pissed off, or maybe, well, I guess. My mind kind of went blank for about an hour after it happened. I, you know, I was just kind of going, going with the flow. And I was, I was angry for a while when we were riding, but I didn't take it as, take it as a personal attack or anything. I mean, we got to do what we got to do. And I think if we're going to work together, we got to understand each other's nature, uh, and, uh, well, I get anxious to kill people sometimes. And <laughs> yeah, you... you do do that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's something else we need to address here. Igmit sort of cast the exact same spell on you in his own way. You drew a gun on us, Igmit. No, I, I, I shot up into the sky, didn't I? Yeah, that's how I remember. He, he shot it up in the air, and then, and then you, Tom, you drew your gun on him. Seemed awful threatening to me. And so now, all of a sudden, you're the bad guy in this situation. Now, no, no, that. no, no. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. I think we can all agree that yes, Falk, you shouldn't have cast that spell on Igmit. You were in the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I take a nervous, loud slurp of coffee. <laughs> I don't know about that there, Tom. Um, you know, I I can see why he did it. You know, when I get when I get determined, uh, you know, maybe something like that is necessary. Um, but I, I just think uh, if we're gonna work together, we gotta understand what everybody's role is, and we gotta find not rules, but 
you know what I'm saying, folk? Yeah, I, I get you. I just, uh, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I don't, I don't think I would try to try to do that to you again. I, I'd like to just oh talk it out in in plain speak. I mean, it wasn't even a week ago that, uh, you know, Tom was there. I, I got controlled by somebody, and you know, instead of saving somebody's life that day, I ended up taking somebody's life, and it, it's it's hard to get over. Wait, Falk, what are you talking about? What do you mean you were controlled? Down there in the in the speakeasy. With Donnie? Uh, that that thing, it it got control of me. And I, I don't know what happened. Time just just flashed by all of a sudden. I don't know if it was just moments or, or minutes. But uh, at the end of it, you know, Tristan was burnt to a crisp. And I know that thing couldn't have done that. Your fireball rounds. Uh, not just the the little, you know, pea shooter rounds I load in my pistol. No, this was this was the the big bad, you know, straight out of my my rifle. It's a shame it turned out that way. You know it wasn't your fault. Yeah, well, it doesn't bring him back, no matter whose fault it is, does it? You know, that's the thing I was thinking about is, <clears throat> Falk, you and I have been partners a long time now, and we have ways of doing things together. Usually it consists of us doing things separately, and you add a third person, and it seems like it always just throws a wrench in the works, and something always tips our system over, and I don't want you to think that we're being too hard on you, Igmit. It's, it's not necessarily your fault, it's just... Well, like I say, we've been doing this a long time. It hasn't really been that long, Igmet. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't mind. I'm I'm a hired gun. You know, I I respect your your past, and I I just I want to get the job done, and I want to get paid. Um, and uh, when I was talking about rules, I don't mean that you can't cast whatever you cast it on me I, I mean we need to know when when is killing necessary when is not killing necessary uh, so we can do the job the best we can the usual go-to for us in the in the service there is uh, you know is is the person armed or not and I mean granted there's some hot shots in the FIA that you know, don't fucking care and they'll just fill out whatever they got to in their reports and everything but um yeah i mean that guy back there he he was defenseless he was all tied up on on donnie there and you know, well, couldn't let you just murder him i have no qualms about shooting a man who's got his gun trained on me and i certainly haven't about wounding a person but taking a life when we've already got them bound up it's a bit beyond me. Yeah, that's that's fair. I I definitely let my my passions get the better of me. Trust me, I understand the circumstances when you need to throw the book out, so to speak. I'm not exactly a by the book man myself, but I do have some lines. <laughs> Coming from the guy that lives his life by the book. <laughs> I smile. <laughs> 
And so, hey, Tom, did you notice that I wasn't the only one that uh, cast a charm person on Igmet that day? What do you mean? Yeah, man, I saw him making googly eyes at uh, the girl at the bar. (laughs) (laughs) What? What are you talking about? Allison. Andrea. Her name ain't Allison, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> you see? Look. Never mind. No, I... <laughs> I didn't it. know green could turn pink like that. <laughs> no, she, she was making her googly eyes back at him, too. I think there might be something there. <laughs> nah. She's, she's oh. scared of me. Oh, y'all, y'all got a history? Not really. I mean, she works there, and... I go there sometimes. That's that's about it. She's a nice gal. Well, the way she was looking at you, I think you should uh, go around there more often, man. And I kind of bump him in the shoulder a little bit. Well, we'll we'll be back in town soon enough. How do you fellows feel about going down to this mine tomorrow? Uh, I mean, it is what it is. We got to go in there and see what's in there. I, just you know kind of got this on edge feeling about it but uh you know i've had that feeling the whole time we've been here this is this is a lot more than we've ever had to deal with back home agreed i'm anxious to see this statue though it feels a bit like an archaeologist project i suppose (laughs) yeah well uh let's just agree to one thing that we do not Separate. Agreed. Yeah, I think that's a, a good idea. You know, we wouldn't want, um, you know, Tom running off on us whenever the the chips start to go down. <clears throat> First of all, I was trying to get a better vantage point. And secondly, <laughs> I'm not about to get lost in some dark chasm. We stick together. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it it strikes me as interesting. Like, exactly how long do you feel it has been a long time for us being partners? To me, you know, six months doesn't seem that long. Could have sworn it was longer. Um, I mean, granted, you know, we we've probably been partners with each other longer than we've been with any any others in that in that fucking outfit for for a long time. But uh, I lose all track of time down in the Imperium. I suppose that's, for me, part of the appeal of the job. Yeah, I suppose so. There isn't too much for me outside of that job. Yeah, how'd you end up even taking that job in the first place? Mm, there was an an incident that I was involved in where it was a possession situation. I don't know how it got out, but I think the Imperium was called, and by the time it was over... Captain Garan heard about my performance and took an interest in having a man of the faith on his team, if you will. I have kind of had a bit of a falling out with the church anyway, so it seemed like a reasonable next step in my path towards figuring out who I am and what I want to be about. Do you ever think Garan regrets that decision? <laughs> Every single day. (laughs) I kind of bump him on the shoulder, too. (laughs) Well, after all this is done, 
what do y'all think you're gonna do? Just just go back to your office jobs? Not much else for me to go back to. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, that's what you do when you're on the job. You, you complete it and then go back home. I can tell you it's been an interesting experience out here unlike any I've ever had. But not one I'm necessarily drawn to. I mean, this place is growing on me. I kind of like it. Uh, it's interesting after you get used to all the sort of eccentricities of the, you know, having to check your boots for, you know, stinging critters and all sorts of things that want to kill you all the time. It, the desert is a lot like the city in a lot of ways. I would have thought that being out here would have been a lot more lonely and isolated, but I suppose it's ironic that I feel more alone in the city than I do out here, where everyone knows one another and everything's out in the open, the public, and I suppose it makes me uncomfortable sometimes. Are you just gonna sulk this whole damn time? (laughs) (laughs) I turn to Igma and, like, give him a look, like, would you look at this guy? (laughs) I take another swig of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) So, Igma, uh, what... What do you do when you're not helping a bunch of fucking Easterners around here? Well, uh, sometimes I track down people for for the sheriff, or uh, sometimes I'll be a guard on somebody's ranch. Uh, I was I was working this ranch six months ago. Uh, there were some cattle thieves. I killed the whole gang. That was good fun. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, at least you got, you know, some things in life that you're passionate about. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I grew up on the streets. My ma died when I was seven, about seven. And uh, I had to fight for my supper. You know, people would bet on me if I could fight a dog or some other critter, and I'd, I'd get paid in food scraps. So, this is really all I know. And then, after a while, I was, I was taken in by a half-orc man, and he taught me about tracking and riding and the such. So... I don't know. I, I don't really have many other skills. What became of this half-orc man? Oh, he lives in one of the orc camps. But uh, since I started working for for the humans, I, I'm not really allowed to go back there. Uh, I'm sort of a persona non grata, as they say. I tried to say that one time, and I ended up accidentally casting a fourth-level spell. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I know what you mean, man. Like, I I grew up on the streets, too, um, out there in Farport, um, right on down past the, the old factory buildings and everything on Tillapahan and Maspatucket Avenue. And, um... <laughs> you know, like, I, I'm I, sorry. <laughs> Where did you say you grew up? I, you know, on, uh, TPMH, uh, Avenue there. 
Oh, TPMH. Right. <laughs> I probably totally screwed up those letters, but I'm just going to roll with it. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, rough crowd, young gangs and stuff like that. Roughed me up a bit when I was a kid, but, uh, you know, like I, I heard you say you lost your ma when you were young. I, I lost my sister really young, too. And um, that kind of toughened me up a bit. You know, I started, you know, being able to to bounce back after they'd, you know, pushed me be- pushed me down and everything. And, you know, before long, I'm, you know, just training to, to be in the agency. And uh, started doing pretty good, too. There's this, uh, this other snot-nosed brat in there, Henry, that uh, was always acing all the tests and, you know, wanted to make sure that everybody knew it, too. And I thought he was a real piece of shit. For a long time, but um, eventually we ended up, you know, having to to work a case together, like, you know, when we were still probies and everything. And um, because we were the tops of our class, we didn't have to go, you know, with some sort of uh, tight-suited first-level agent and everything like that. We were, we were off on our own to, to work this real case, and and uh, we, we fucking busted a whole gang of uh these guys running running a bunch of blood and everything and uh we we thought we were hot shit man we became really good friends and he was my partner for about two years and uh yeah that that didn't end up very well what happened to him oh you hadn't heard tom no yeah um we were right on the the verge of busting this uh you know, contraband ring. Um, just everything. I mean, like, back in the the Blood Gangs and then also in uh, Magical Items. So we busted into this, um, this factory we heard of. And um, for the most part, it was legit. There was, you know, like a furniture business. There was, you know, all sorts of sofas and couches and, and uh, shit like that everywhere. It, but, you know, we found this kind of hidden room in the back that's where they kept the real shit there were you know crates of of real human blood there were you know all these uh potions of you know everything from you know your run-of-the-mill healing potions to even like you know that that strong stuff the 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 giant strength stuff and um we we kind of split up so we could cover more area and um the the way that i went I started looking around in these crates just in total awe of the, you know, shit that was in there. It's really expensive stuff. I come across this crate of all these um, ancient books that were, you know, obviously all banned in the Imperium. And uh, this one just caught my eye. Um, About dragons, obviously. But, uh... Yeah, I lost focus. I wasn't thinking that someone was there and they, they must have snuck right by me. And, you know, next thing I knew, I hear shots and um, everything went dark. And by the time I woke up, there was this, this scrawny guy, pale complexion, you know, shaking me awake. And uh, I woke up and, and he said that the guy that I come in there with had, had gotten shot and he's he's doing real bad and uh, by the time I got to him he was he was on his way out 
he, he couldn't make it. He, by the time back backup got there, he was gone. You probably know that guy that that ended up waking me up. That was that Vinny, that clown that owns the the pawn shop out uh, down there on Barovia. Hmm. But, uh, but yeah, that was the end of Henry. It's a damn shame. Yeah, that was about when I started getting the basement duty. We have a big day ahead of us. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. It's about time y'all shut the fuck up. People are trying to sleep in here. Jesus. Ernie. (laughs) God damn it, man. We're having a moment. Sorry to bother you, sir. Go back to sleep. He kind of grumbles and rolls over. (laughs) You think I should cast Charm Person on him? (laughs) More hospitable. I take my last swig of coffee and then I look down and say, Oh, why the hell did you bring us coffee before bed? What, you can't go to sleep on a little bit of coffee? This was a mistake. <laughs> so as you guys start to go over to your bunks, uh, Falk, right before you go to close your eyes, you hear, Hey man, I'm, I'm sorry about your friend. And uh, he uh, <laughs> rolls over and tries to pretend he's sleeping. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I kind of uh, smirk a bit and then um, start, you know, preparing my uh, my bedroll or whatever. If you've been enjoying LCP D&D and would like to support us, we would be honored to receive a review on iTunes or even the various other podcast platforms. But regardless of what you do, we're happy to have you with us, and we would enjoy having you in our growing community on Twitter and Discord. Send us a message on any of our social media platforms and we can get you a Discord invite to our server. We hang out, post memes, talk about the podcast, and even run D&D campaigns some nights in which you could jump in and play with us. You can follow LCP D&D on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, as well as each of us individually. Tim Demuse, our Dungeon Master, is on Twitter as at IdaGrabYourGun. Chris Riley, who plays Falk, is on Twitter as at Chris Riley LCP. Wesley Sullivan, who plays Igmet, is on Twitter as at Wide Wide Wes. And I, Brian Bridges, the player of Tom, am on Twitter as at ManlyBrian and Instagram as Brian underscore Bridges. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs>